Welcome to the Choppin' Beef Show, solo edition, Wednesday night, Halloween night, going over to tomorrow, which is the Catholic holiday of All Saints Day Live from my mom's basement. It is the 2006 Connecticut School of Broadcasting, most improved student, one day maybe I'll get the most valuable student, I don't know. It is the Beef, the Choppin' Beef Show. I hinted at a special guest. I have one. He is here. He's dancing. Somehow we got a Skype video, which you'll never see, but we got it. He's dancing in the background. It is the one, the only, Rai Rai. What's up, buddy? Uh, Not much. I I hear some music playing. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I I can't figure it out yet. What is that? What is it? Wait, give it a second. Wait, 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 is that my theme music? Oh, you should know. There he is. I've got you on my mind. Your secret and my end. Wait for it, wait for it. This is the best, the best intro. Call Boo. I wish my, I wish this is very should be a video show. <laughs> is that good or what? From what we just performed here, welcome, welcome. It's been a long time coming. I've been wanting you to come on. You know, besides the boo of the week, I tried. Well, to... Halloween, it's time for the boo, right? That's right. I mean, everybody's, everybody's got a little boo in them. It's only it's only right that you're here for the boo, of, or well, not the boo of the week yet. Don't give it up this week. But we did have the college football rankings come out yesterday, and that was one thing that you were on me about, that you really wanted to come on after they got those rankings out. What do you feel about them? You see them? Do you want me to go I'm over not really par- i got to admit, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with any of my work, but I'm not really partial to any one university, so I don't have really you know any horses in the race. But when I look at this, I wonder about the school down in Clemson, South Carolina, Clemson University, I don't know if you're familiar with them. Never heard of them. Yeah, I'm just curious why they're not one. But you know what? I'm okay with I, I get it, surely. And, you know, if I were a fan of Clemson University, I think I'd be okay with that. But and you're think not. that Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I like them all the same. And yes, but, you know, I'd say I'm okay with them being it too because – I got you know I wouldn't want to play Alabama in the first round, so just stay out of stay in that two three range. I think you're fine. Especially if Alabama happens to lose to somebody, and then they get about nine weeks off between their last game and the playoff, like last year. That poor school from Clemson was the was the recipient of a as they say in the South ass kicking. Yeah, that game kind of that, that game was kind of not good, huh? I did I did not enjoy that game as someone that you know just. Decided to root for Clemson in that game. Was not a fan of that game, but um, yeah, I would think that if if Alabama loses this weekend to LSU, that yeah, you're right. It would kind of put Alabama back in the race for the four spot. I'm not sure how they would get back to up to two or three. And then again, I don't want to be the team that's won at that point because I don't want to face Alabama in the semifinals. So you know, I think this looks good. And the one the one thing that jumps out to me is that Notre Dame's in a pretty good pole position there. As we know, they don't really play a whole lot more going on in their schedule so they have a pretty good chance of running the table and then you know then they have their conference cha- oh no that's right <laughs> oh, they don't have their conference championship game <laughs> well someone did say on twitter that it's kind of the sec and the or it's the sec and the 
kind of ACC top four. Yeah, I mean, because Notre Dame is half an ACC team, right? That's right. They should be a full-fledged one because, yeah, you look at the rest of this list and you got to keep on going, keep on going, keep, wait, wait, nope, wait. Oh, there's another ACC team at 19. I mean, what Notre Dame plays, what, how many games against ACC teams? Like four? Four or five, five, yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I think they should just, they should be in the ACC. They, they, you know, they are in every other sport and they play enough of this every year. Because, yeah, that would be a fun, that would make the ACC championship game a lot more fun if it was Clemson-Notre Dame for ACC championship, wouldn't it? Absolutely. And they could go probably in that coastal division. Yeah, and again, I don't have any horse in that race, but, you know, I'd probably go for Clemson. I just like the colors. Speaking of horses in a race, my mom went to a horse race one time in Florida, I believe, and there was a horse named Clemson. So that you just lied to all my audience. I appreciate that. There is a horse. I, in I the try race. not to lie, but you know, it was just you're. This wasn't in the pre pregame notes. You didn't tell me that there was going to be a horse named Clemson. You're just kind of throwing it out there. Not very professional. Very unprofessional. That's what we do here at the Chop and Beef Show. Where's JJ, by the way? JJ will be here tomorrow. He's actually traveling for work. Surprisingly. You know, a show as successful as we are, we still have to have our day jobs. So he's got work in Dallas. So he's in Dallas. So hopefully I'm going to catch him at some point tomorrow. I got to tell you what, I'm, I'm looking for, forward to the Balsheri uh, season finale because I think that's when we're going to get our big reveal. You know, they do that with these season finales. The big reveal is going to be that J.J. in Tampa is actually chopped. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> I'm reading that on Reddit, like just in the, the forums, and everybody on. guessing about what's going to happen. Yeah. That, that's yeah. And then there's a, you don't want to give away the the script, but yeah. Is it right after the Modern Family Reddit that's saying who's going to die on that show? It's right <laughs> after, right? It's got. I be. think it was after the True Blood Reddit, actually. One, <laughs> one, two, three, in no particular order. Right. Going yep. down the list a little longer, we got, of course, you got Alabama first, Clemson second, LSU third. Now, here's my theory on LSU, and stop me if you've heard this before. They put LSU 3 at 7-1. and one. Their losses to Florida, who happens to be ranked 11th in this college football poll. One versus, they couldn't move Clemson out of the two spot. They just couldn't justify it. But now they have this 1 versus 3, the game of the century kind of thing, like they used to do with Miami and Notre Dame back in the day when they were always ranked 1 and 2. But it just seems very convenient that they put LSU just as high as possible to get that Alabama strength of schedule, which is crapola or hot garbage, as I like to say. But now they're playing the third-ranked team in the country. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I'll just have to argue, you know, that you look at the rest of these teams and who else would you put in that top four. So, you know, I think that LSU has, you know, I think they've had a, you know, yeah, they do have one loss. You know, but you scroll down this list, who doesn't have one loss? Notre Dame. Central Florida, I think that's Jeff's alma mater. Um, <laughs> he talks about them more than he wants to go out west. But yeah, beyond that, like I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I think it's fine. But yeah, of course they want to build up. They want to hype that, that matchup up. And and you know, not that long ago, that was the big matchup. I mean, LSU had a little bit of a downturn, but I remember I don't know six seven years ago, I was in Ireland. It was hard to find college football in Ireland, but I remember that being a big game on a Saturday because I think they were one and two. I think it's hard to find college football, and it's hard to find beer there, too. Very hard to find beer there. You, you wouldn't think that, but yeah. They don't like the Guinness it. is really fresh, though. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure you could call that beer. It's just too tasty. They say that it just tastes different there. 
It's true. It's smoother. Very yeah. it's smooth. Yeah, less. It doesn't feel like it has as much carbonation. Um, yeah, it's. I, I would highly recommend. Okay. Hey, if, you, if 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 if, if uh, a certain college football team that you liked happened to have a game over there, because I know that that happens every now and then, I would recommend. I would recommend a trip. I know JJ's boys play there next year, and he's talking about going, and I have no desire to go. Yeah, gets in a naval academy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd go, but I don't think I'd go for that game. No. Who else is around here? Michigan. They're talking about Michigan. All the pundits saying Michigan is the team in the best position. They hold their own cards. If they win the Big Ten, they finally beat Ohio State. They're going to be in the top four. I, I don't know how because SEC fans are saying that they should have three teams in the top four. You know, Clemson has played no – Paul Feinbaum today was on Stephen A. Smith saying – and we're recording on Wednesday. He was on – and he made it known on his national show that Clemson has played nobody. He left out Alabama. I don't want to go down this road. I'm sorry. But Alabama hasn't played anybody either. He's just a he's, – he's kind of just a Alabama fan with a microphone, right? Yeah, he just plays to his audience. Yeah, because, you know, we talked about their schedule, and, yeah, I'm not sure how you can sit here with a straight face and say that they've had a that, that Alabama's had a tougher schedule than, than Clemson. I, I can't do that. And, again, I don't have any favorites. I'm just a completely unbiased <laughs> podcaster with, with a boo affinity. I'm trying to find out here, oh, Michigan lost in Notre Dame. Yeah, in right. game one, in the first game of the yeah. game. yeah. I don't want to see Jim Harbaugh in, in, in the mix. That guy is annoying. The guy does nothing but sell khakis. Oh, wait. You know what? They're going to lose this weekend. Who do they play? Those Nittany Lions don't have anything to play for anymore. That's dangerous. Where is that game? In Ann Arbor? See, if I was a properly prepared podcaster, how about that? There you go. Uh, a lot of peas. Let's see. That game, that game appears to be in State College. It's okay to be wrong on my show. Is it wrong? Yeah, it's at Michigan. Is it they, a nooner? It's a three forty-five game too. Three forty-five in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I'm just telling you that that's just dangerous to Penn State. I mean, you know, Penn State a month ago was in the mix, right? Yeah. And now they're not in the mix at all. I mean, again, that, that, to me, that's a dangerous team to play. You know, it, they're still good, and they're ranked fourteenth, which basically yeah, from like eleven down that someone said, or ten down, really, they said that no one really has a realistic chance. No, they don't, but I also wouldn't want any of those teams on my schedule because they're probably kind of pissed off. I mean, like West Virginia fits the bill, too. Like, yeah, West Virginia's not in the mix anymore, but they only have one loss. But, yeah, if West Virginia, if you're Oklahoma, Oklahoma hasn't played West Virginia yet, right? So Their final three games of the season are Texas, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're probably going to play spoiler. So, again... Yeah, these teams might not be in the mix, but a reason to keep an eye on them is because I I think those are the teams that have nothing to play for, and you know, I put quotes around that because you know, obviously, every week you're trying to play for something. I wouldn't want to play those teams because you know they're trying to ruin your season, and that's why you know I'm not. Hey, I'm not Mister Locks, but if I were or was, I, you know, that that Penn State uh, Michigan game, I, I'd be curious to look at that line and I'd give it a hard look. I won't tell you I won a five-team parlay last week for entertainment purposes only, but it paid me a lot of money. Yeah, the check's in the mail. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Washington State at eight. They're an interesting team as well because they just throw you know it all over the field. Who's not interesting team? Who's not? Iowa State. They're boring. They're four and three. What are they doing here? <laughs> I don't know. Neither one of those numbers is impressive. <laughs> no. You know who should be there? Those Northwestern Wildcats. What's their record? I think it's around the same. I think it's five and three. So they have one more win. But I think they also just play tougher competition. They play in the Big Ten. I think they only lost to Michigan by like three points. So they, they were in that game. And I think they won like four in a row. They beat Michigan State. They beat ranked teams, I think, in consecutive weeks. I think they beat Michigan State, and then they beat Wisconsin this week. Again, I don't have any connection to Northwestern. I just look at it, and I think this is a team that probably deserves to, you know, be in some Hey, I'm not saying they're going to play for a national championship or anything. But, you know, to me, that that's a team that if they get to the Big Ten championship game, which I think is possible in their division, they could play spoiler. I don't think Ohio State or Michigan are invincible. And if they get in that Big Ten championship game and Northwestern's on the other side, that's not going to be a cakewalk. No, what, Pat Fitzgerald is his name, the head coach. He's a stud, right. man. Yeah. Yeah, but he was on the short list when Penn State was originally looking for coaches, you know, to, to, to take over that program. And, uh, yeah, he's been there for quite a while. He he. I think he played under Randy Walker, the previous coach there who uh, who died of a heart attack. That's an interesting program that's, you know, on the rise. Uh, the, the, the facilities there, I know you mentioned them here on the Chaplin Beef Show before. They are ridiculous. And if people get a chance to look at some photos, I mean, the complex is built right on the lake. I can't imagine there's a better looking complex just from a scenery standpoint. It's and maybe like Malibu, maybe like Pepperdine if they have football. I have no idea. But, yeah, it, it's a beautiful facility. Plus, like, that's going to bring in recruits, and Hunter Johnson's going to be there. He, I know he played at Clemson. Again, I don't watch Clemson all the time, but <laughs> I remember him being a top recruit. So yeah. I got to think next year that they're only going to you know take one more step in that Big Ten. I think it's going to be great to have him under center there, especially if they come off a really successful season, which it sounds like they're going to. And man, I just as soon as you started talking about their football operations building. It's literally floor-to-ceiling glass, and you're looking out on the lake. And I believe it's even built kind of not quite in the lake itself, but there's a post that if there were waves on Lake Michigan, they would run underneath the building. It's, yeah. it's, it's impressive, man. Yeah, I mean, it's right on the, co- the coast of Lake Michigan, so, like, you know, not every – it's not a straight line. So, yeah, I think where the football facility actually is is where it kind of juts out and – and yeah, like it's built it's, up too. It's so that the water runs underneath it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, so that's uh, brain surgery right there. Right. Yeah, but this is what we do on podcasting. We tell you to go Google pictures of something. No, I'm just kidding. It is pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. But Google pictures of it. It's great. It's a great. Uh, and that's when you're, wait, hey, when you're on when you're on Google Photos. By the way, type in Pat Monahan and wine. Delicious. I don't know. I, I, known people to do that and yeah there's some good photos out there for that delicious meg money down there in south florida she's a connoisseur of that wine yeah you're right yeah i yeah i've actually i've known her to dance to um hey soul sister on certain occasions seen that she loves the songs and the wine yeah Yeah. just a winner winners win that's all they do i'm looking down this list too and really after number I don't know. Well, you keep talking about spoilers. And coming up, not this weekend, but next, November 10th, Clemson goes to Chestnut Hill to play 6-2 and two Boston College. Now, I am a biased podcast host, and 
Clemson honk. I just like saying honk. That that game kind of scares me. We're bringing a whole slew of folks up there. Yeah. You're scared of BC? Yeah. You know what, though? I, I feel you. Because if, if you think about all these teams that have spoiled Clemson in the last couple of years, there are all these, like, new ACC teams that I kind of just put, like, quotations around them. Yeah, they're in the ACC. So, yeah, like Syracuse, Pitt, Boston College, whatever. I know they're in the ACC now, but... So, yeah, they, they fit that mold of, like, team that probably is better than we give them credit for because we don't necessarily know their history as much as some of the other schools. And, uh, you know, BC has a history of producing quarterbacks. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. At that, their running place, back. that running back is what scares me. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? If you're scared, get a dog. But you shouldn't be scared because they've got they've got that defense, of that, that front. Like, you're scared of a running back? A running back? Really? Wait, wait, wait. You're scared of a running back? A running back? Are you serious? You're scared about a running back? We, <laughs> we talk that... about running back. Exactly. You talk about running back. We got that defensive line, man. Like Christian Wilkins. You think he's? You think? You think? You think my man Dexter Lawrence? My. Okay, he is my son. I didn't know it was going to be like Doctor Phil, and we're going to be on it. And I got to answer this question. But you think my son is scared of a running back? My son is going to be like the first overall pick in the draft. He's not scared of a running back from Boston College. He looks like you too. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to see because because I am a Clemson homer. I'm trying to look at the schedule right now and see where the loss is, and I just don't see it other than maybe that game Louisville this weekend. The line is now forty. No, it's not. It went up to forty today. Did you say forty? Forty. Oh my god! They put it in perspective. They said Georgia Southern was only a thirty-three point underdog at Clemson. Louisville is forty. What happened to Louisville? They've quit, apparently. Yikes. Or as so wait, JJ not, would say, they need to. Some... the loss. What, what else on the schedule? BC, after that? Okay. BC, and then Duke. Yeah. And then South Carolina. You know which one I hope is not the loss? South Carolina. That would be, that would be bad. Catastrophic. That would be bad. I will end the Chop and Beef show forever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, maybe I not. I hear the Chop and Beef show immediately after that, but um, <laughs> I would probably get a lot of traffic to the Chop and Beef show site, though. I'll tell you that if they do lose. Yeah, maybe, but uh, you don't want to wish for that. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe this Clemson team has learned a little bit from the last two years, and I mean, obviously, you know, the pick game, the pick game was interesting because it was only a couple weeks after. Was it only a week after? It was only after that NC State game that they should have lost. And then last year, you know, it was a Friday night game at Syracuse where, you know, the Syracuse quarterback, give him credit, was going deep. Clemson, for whatever reason, came out of the gate slow and, you know, the game never really, they couldn't catch up. It was just bizarre. But I, I feel like that this Clemson team is smarter because of those uh, experiences. I mean, again, you have guys like Christian Wilkins. You have guys that, uh, you know, that have been around the block. And I just think this team's more talented than those teams. This is... And again, just looking at it from a casual college football analysis fan perspective, I would look at this and say that this is Clemson's most talented team ever. They've got depth all over the place. They've got freshman class that they have right now. It's probably their best freshman class of all time with with my other son, Trevor Lawrence, behind the snap. And then, you know, you got former Boo of the Week, Justin Ross. Is that correct? That's correct. And you got Xavier, is it Thomas? 
It is. It is. Yeah, he gets in the game occasionally late in the game. And then you got my man, uh, the he's running back. This, he's, he's rolling in on the second series. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Right. And that's why I'm like, you're scared of a running back? They said and he was 260. I saw a tweet today. I think it was Larry Williams. I'll give him credit even if it isn't him. They said he's 260 pounds, and they clocked him last week running 20 miles an hour. That could get you a ticket right in front of Tillman. <laughs> so he better watch it. He might have wanted to talk to Sammy about that. <laughs> but uh, and then they got Lin J too. So yeah, and that freshman class is you know I don't know. I just think that this Clemson's team is too smart and too talented to trip up. And I know tripping up happens to everybody. I mean, even Alabama a couple years ago lost to Mississippi State. So you know everybody. You put the ing at the end of the school. Everybody does that. There's Ohio Stating. There's Oregoning. I know for some reason someone decided to put ing after Clemson, and ha ha ha, that's funny. It happens to all these teams. So I'm not sure why. We should pick on anyone. And that's also why you can't look at this and just assume that those top four teams are going to stay those top four teams because that's not how this works. It's just it's not all chalk. You know, things happen. I think the first the first rankings that ever came out, the national championship was like the 15th ranked team. Was so, it really? Yeah, I don't remember. I, I, once again, didn't do my homework very well. But uh, I believe the first ever, the 2014, 2015 maybe, the, the first ranking, I think it was Ohio State, was ranked like 12th or something like that. Yeah, that's bizarre. But, yeah, I mean, that just, you know, whatever. It's like, you know, these are fun to talk about. But at the end of the day, is it going to hold up come January 9th or whatever the date is? You Probably know, I don't not. know. Probably not. You know what? I'm just looking at this. The NC State mascot, the little logo they use, he's kind of underrated. Yeah, you like it? He's a little fierce. Yeah, he's got the uh, he's got the teeth bearing. Um, yeah, you know what? If I were to if I were to have to go back and rank all these according to the little logos that uh, collegefootballplayoff.com uses, I might rank that NC State guy top two. Wow. Yeah, pretty wow. fierce. Fierce. Good logo. Fierce logos. Fierce logos. Yeah, that you know. I know that we steer clear of that kind of stuff normally. You know, I gotta you gotta give them credit credit where credits due. See, my favorite is still the LSU eye, the tiger eye that they have on midfield. Yeah, it is good. But, yeah, the one they're using here is very boring. It just says LSU. But I do like that eye. But So, wait, you're telling me that the, 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 the Clemson University Tigers from Clemson, South Carolina, are not even your favorite tiger in the? No, I'm saying as far as the paw says it all. Remember that marketing campaign back in the day? You probably don't because you didn't go to school there. But if you did go to school there, you'd know the paw says it all. Yeah, I went to a little known fact. I went to the University of Alabama. Is that a true statement? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just winners win. I'm a winner, so I'm I'm with whoever's winning at the, the moment. That's it. Central Florida. <laughs> no, I'm not for them. I don't even know that. I thought that they were in Division Two. I yeah, I wasn't aware that they were in the in the the race here. Yeah, but, but seriously, what's going to happen to that team if they were on the table again? Uh, uh, well, I don't even know. See, I'm like I'm I'm shrugging. If you could see me, I'm I'm shrugging. My big head is going down into the mic. I don't. What do you do with them at 22, 23, 24 and 0 over two years? I don't. Who did they, who did they play in a bowl game last year? Auburn. And they beat them, right? Yes. They beat them by seven, but they were up. It was like Auburn realized, oh crap, we got a game to play. They didn't think they did going into it. And it ended up being a seven-point game or, or thereabouts. It may have been six. But it was back and forth, and, and UCF just kept hanging with them. 
Yeah, they're going to get a New Year's Six game this year. It's just who they're going to beat in the New Year's Six game again. You know what? I think they should just open this up. And, you know, instead of having four, you know, maybe make it six. And, you know, first two, you get to buy. You know, I I think, you know, because a team like that, yeah, I mean, I joke around and I say, you know, I don't consider them Division One, But, you know what, if they're winning all their games that they're scheduling and, you know, maybe one of these years that would get them to six. And then we'll see if they're for real because, you know, if you're six and then all of a sudden you're having to play LSU in, in the uh, in the first round of the playoffs, you beat them, then, yeah, you deserve to be in the Final Four. So, you know, I think that's not a bad idea because you're rewarding the top two teams, you know, teams that – so you're not kind of diluting the mix by those teams. You know, they don't, they don't have to play an additional playoff game, but you are rewarding some of these other teams that are on the periphery and you don't know what to do with. So, yeah. Would you watch an LSU versus a UF, UCF first-round yeah, playoff game? Absolutely. Right. And would you watch, a, say, Notre Dame versus, I don't know, Georgia or Washington or Ohio State? Yes, you would watch that. So, You're asking the wrong guy. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Bowling Green-Toledo matchup tonight on ESPN. Right. So – I didn't even know that they played college football on Wednesday nights. A little, yeah, you know, it's a nice thing to know because I'm surely not watching the NHL nowadays. Woo, Wolf City. No, um, it's, it's, I'm sorry, it's Toledo at Ball State, and after one, Toledo's beating Ball State twenty-one nothing. Hmm. There you go. Ball State, but yeah. So to me, you know, the more the more games that have real meaning and aren't just quote unquote bowl games you know, makes it more exciting. So I'm not saying I'm asking for a field of 16, but just make it a field of six. So we're only expanding it by two more teams, and then we're giving a bye to the first two. Uh, I think that makes sense. I, I think that you're going to get more people to tune in. You're not making the season really any longer. They already really don't play at all in December as it is. And, you know, I think that you could still make the college season go into January a little deeper, you know. I don't care about the NFL. They'll make it all work, whether somebody has to play on Thursday or someone else has to play on Saturday night or something. Yeah, I don't know. If they're all getting three weeks off between games, what does that matter? If they one plays Thursday, one plays Friday, whatever. Right. We don't need an entire Saturday in December to only be for the Heisman. Like, you can play games that day. I think maybe Army-Navy plays that week. But, but yeah, beyond that, like – there is room on the schedule to expand the playoffs. So, you know, to me, and really, it's all about making money, right? So, like, I think the more meaningful playoff games you have in college football, it's just going to be better for everybody. It's, and they can match it up with a bowl game like they do now and say the, you know, whatever it is, the FedEx Orange Bowl presents. Yeah, Ball playoff. State versus West Virginia. Right. Perfect. Like, yeah, people are going to watch that. But it is interesting to hear or to figure out what they are going to do if that UCF team again goes twelve and zero. Yeah, I mean, again, that that's why you know, to me, if what did they finish in the rankings last year? Were they six, maybe seven? I, I don't know. Yeah, so right, if you're in the mix there, like if you're undefeated and you're playing Division One college football, you know, somewhere where there might be competitive teams somewhere around you in the vicinity then, yeah, you probably are going to finish in the top six or seven. And if you aren't, then, yeah, then that's a bigger problem. But, but yeah, so to me, just expand the field a little bit because, yeah, I just don't see UCF getting into the Final Four at any point in the current system because they're not in a big conference, right? What are no. they in? 
the AAC. Is that like the former Big East or something? Kind of. Yeah, UConn's yeah. in it. Houston, USF, Tulsa. Yeah, so you're yeah you're not going to get into a Final Four. You know, right. it's sad, but like you have to be in one of those big conferences unless you're Notre Dame. Then you know, I think JJ must pay off people in, in the college football offices because you know Notre Dame just is like carte blanche; they can do whatever they want. The thing I was very interested to see, too, is that we all know that these schedules are made up, I say six years in advance, it may be more like four, but let's just say, for argument's sake, between four and six years out, you have to make these schedules. The conference tells you who you're playing, and then you can build the schedule around it. Obviously, I make no bones about it that I think the SEC plays terrible teams out of conference. Clemson does too. The ACC usually does as well, except for Clemson actually going to Texas A&M. They will play an away game in Power 5. The rumor is that no one wants to play Danny White, the AD at UCF. No one wants to play them. It's kind of like that Boise State from back in the day where when Chris Peterson was there as the head coach, no one wanted to play them after they beat Oklahoma. Now they beat Auburn last year. No one's going to want to play them now. Because what happens if an Alabama goes to Orlando, God forbid, and on a road game and loses? Let's just say, you know, or they go to Southern California and play USC out there and and beat USC. Well, now lowly AAC conference UCF just beat a big time Power Five. That could be true too. And how does that help UCF? Because now with Florida down, Florida State down, Miami down. They're getting recruits. That's a beautiful campus there on the east side of Orlando. It really, really is. I'm not. That's not a joke. And kids <laughs> want to come know. there, and now they're winning. Is it off that road in Kissimmee where there's like every chain restaurant <laughs> in the history of the world, and you can no. get firecrackers? And that road to the Astros' former complex is three twenty one. It's it's hell on earth. It's bad. It is hell on earth. It, is it so? Is that where UCF is? No, it's uh-huh. north of that. It's on off of four seventeen, which is it's it's close. It's way out east. So like, okay, it is all the Alafaya Trail is what it is. So downtown Orlando, we're we're we may know people who live in Jersey. Downtown Orlando is exit ten. It's twelve miles to the east, all the way out before you even four oh eight goes east west in Orlando. It's the last exit on 408 East. So it's closer to the beach than, I don't know, I am okay. right now. It's as east as east goes. It is. It's really nice. It's on, It does have a couple. Alafaya Trail goes one way and Colonial Avenue goes the other way. And there are a lot of like restaurants and stores and college bars and stuff like that. But then the campus is huge. The arena is right there. It's a huge basketball arena. Then that football stadium's like a big tin can off to the side of this uh, complex. Baseball stadium's what, nice. Tell you what, you got me, you got me real excited here. Um, I you, might have to get down to a game. You gonna apply? Yeah, I mean six to midnight here. I I just think that you know I might have to get down to a game. I might have to circle that one on my schedule for next year. Surprisingly, I haven't never been to a football game there, but it does shake. If you watch games there, I've said this before on this show, but it shakes when they get going. The whole the crowd, the cameras like shake because I think the whole thing is moving. Yeah, I think that's their whole uh, slogan there: shake and bake. They shake during the game, they bake afterwards. That's probably cookies. true. 
cookies. cookies. They're making cookies. Yes. Yeah. It's a kid show. Kid friendly. That's what my one review on Apple Podcast from MC Regan. Never heard of him. Relation MC Hammer. I think so. I think it was yeah. Hammer's sister. Said it, the kids are listening, so I have to keep my language to a minimum. Okay. But then right. JJ comes on board and tells beaver jokes every four minutes. And you can't trust locks. I mean, you know, he all of a sudden drops his pants during the middle of the podcast, and what are you going to do? He does do that quite regularly, too. Thankfully, there's no video on that phone call, so I can't see it. But who knows what that guy's doing during the conversation that we have. Yeah, that maybe it's better left unsaid. He's in the car. He's out of the car. I don't know. He's crazy, yeah. that guy. Yeah, just keep an eye on him. What else we got tonight? Anything good down there? Hold on, let me check my, uh, hold on. Now that she's back in the atmosphere With drops of Jupiter in her head Connection's bad, I think the connection's bad. Well, I don't know what that was. I, yeah, I got a phone call and some yeah stuff just started playing. Uh, yeah, ringtone? so what else we have here is we have what's up? Is that your ringtone? I mean, I don't know. I, you know, beats me. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I got to look here at uh, University of Kentucky, and I got to wonder. I thought they were a basketball school. I don't know what's going on anymore. That's true. Doesn't, There's a couple of sense. those in the top twenty-five. I said it to myself yesterday in the car because when you work by yourself. And you drive a lot in the car, you talk to yourself a lot. That's what I'm telling myself anyway, when I'm talking to myself. I think I've said the the argument before, but the ACC is seen as down this year. Why are they down? They have five teams in the top 25. Yeah, I think people say down because, you know, Florida State was the king of the ACC for forever, and they're down. And then the other team that was maybe on the radar in the last few years was Louisville because, you know, they had that quarterback that could not beat Clemson. Again, I don't necessarily care about that game or whatever, but from just watching as a college football aficionado, I just noticed that he could never beat Clemson. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think maybe because Florida State and Louisville are no longer in the conversation and, and people don't want to embrace Boston College or NC State and, you know, so I don't know, Syracuse even. I mean, hey. Maybe we gotta give Syracuse some some Virginia. credit. Be, yeah, Virginia, correct. I don't know why they're all wearing orange. All these teams are talking about, but it's just how it's rolling. Um, yeah. So is the ACC down? I don't know. Is the Big Ten down? You know, who else besides Ohio State and Michigan are we really looking seriously at in the Big Ten? And like I said, I like Northwestern's season. I think they're playing well. I think Penn State can be someone that can upset somebody in the next month, but. But yeah, I mean, I I might look at the, the Big Ten and say it's down because you know I don't I'm not sure about Wisconsin. I'm not sure about Michigan State. So I think you could look at any of these conferences and, and just you know throw a, a phrase like that around like oh this conference is down. That's so exactly me, my thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I looked at your notes. So well, I just there's five teams in the ACC that are ranked. There's seven teams in the SEC that are ranked. So, uh, yes, is the SEC better conference than the ACC? Sure, there you go. Are you happy, SEC honks? I said it. But I, I think they you're have more exactly schools? right. They, no, they have 14. I think they're even. I think there's even number of teams. But it is the same thing you just said. Florida State's down. Virginia Tech's a little bit down. Miami right. is down. Right. They were preseason ranked eighth. They're nowhere yep, to be that's found. That's a good point. Miami tumbled, right? Yep. 
And those are the teams that are known for the ACCs. Clemson, Florida State, Miami, Virginia Tech, who I'm missing probably somebody. You still have – now you yeah. have team, You have the basketball school, Syracuse. You have BC, who's 6-2. and two. You have Virginia, who's 6-2. and two. NC State was undefeated two weeks ago. Yeah, they lost again last week. They let that Clemson loss be, beat them twice. But that – they were <laughs> – I'm sorry. Clemson, the last three weeks, and I've been a fan since 1995, has played probably the three best games I've ever seen them play, and that includes – the national championship. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you can convincingly beat your opponent, it's. I mean, and you know, again, I think maybe this Clemson team's growing a little bit because, in addition to kind of you know, in the last couple of years, getting bit by one of those teams like Pittsburgh or, or Syracuse, they had a habit of playing down to the competition, and I think what we've seen in the last month is they're not doing that. They're going out there and they're showing out. They're by Every every player that they have that's supposed to be a really good player looks like a really good player. And maybe part of that's health, too, because I remember last year that Dexter Lawrence wasn't healthy the entire year. So, you know, that, that's something we don't know that goes on behind the scenes if guys are playing hurt or, or what have you. But, yeah, this Clemson team right now is as playing, as you said, as well as any team we've seen maybe ever. Yeah, and that's something. Oh, by the way, this segment is brought to you by the Tiger the weekly newspaper at Clemson University. They bring you the news. They bring you the sports. They bring you the opinions. They bring you music and reviews. And also have a couple of alums that are friends of the Chop and Beef show. Uh, this guy I know named Casey Cregan and this other guy I know named Ryan Lawrence. They both uh, they wrote there back in the day. And, uh, and so, yeah, I pick up that paper every time I'm down there. Good stuff. Good stuff. The Tiger. Good stuff. Thanks, Tiger. Yeah, I remember that newspaper. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Not bad. There was a guy that really wanted to be the sports editor, but then something happened to him. And he passed. Louis Garmandina got the editor job. And the rest, as they say, is history. He's a listener out here. No, no chance. Yeah, no, he posted it on Twitter. All right, good deal. I don't know. I'll follow him back. So I've heard. Coach O. Someone wants Coach O this week. I don't know if I can Oh, man, I, so Coach O wasn't the special guest, and we let everybody down. I know. That's probably what it is. People, so know, I got I to gotta do a Coach O impression? I, sure. We got time. I don't know if I can do I don't. I don't know if I can do impressions. Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Shut up. My kids are down. They're just causing trouble in the background. It's a beautiful night here in the Northeast. It's Halloween night. Halloween night. I'm hoping that my car doesn't get egged. I thought that was last night. Yeah. Oh, by the way, what do you call that? Mischief night. Okay, good. Because you know in other parts of the country that has different names, right? Yeah, and I don't even know, people don't know what that even is. There's like Devil's Night, there's like uh, Devil's Uncle's Night, there's Bob's Your Uncle Night. They, they have like all kinds of crazy names for this thing. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, all I know is, you know, Jersey Strong. You know, we know what we're doing. We have the right lexicon. All the rest of you people are crazy. Yeah, and especially when it comes to messing up other people's property, we certainly know how to do that better than anybody else. We do know how to do that better than everybody else. You're right. No doubt. No doubt. Well, how about we wrap this thing up, Guy? It's been a hell of a conversation. It's been pretty good. Yeah, I appreciate pretty good. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, I appreciate you having me, and... uh Hold on, what's that? Regulators.
And it didn't play through the speaker, man. Oh well, that—that's what you get for bad production skills. I'm I not heard paying it, though. I'm not paying the guys enough. I heard it. Yeah. What are you gonna do? There we go. That now we have the the music that I actually paid for. They're playing in the background too. Unfortunately, you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> NC State song, the Philadelphia Flyers song. Who else? Somebody else. ETC, yeah, I don't know. They play, They paid for it. Probably the same well, amount I did. The Blue Jackets, uh, Harper Whalers, all these teams use it. Here I was digging deep into the black, the dark web, or whatever the hell they call it. You were on the dark web and you found it. Wow. To, to find to find a piece of music that I thought no one else would would find. It kind of sounded like the Entourage soundtrack to me, like the open. So I got really. Oh yeah, that's that's James Addiction, little known fact. Is it really? Yeah. Yep. Right, right. Coming up with some little-known facts today. That's why we had him here tonight. That's why I teased it all week. Music, music expert. Seriously, that is brilliance. Yeah, Jane's addiction. I actually won. Uh, I think I won a Quizzo for that. Yeah, I did. Yep, definitely won a Quizzo for knowing that. Very cool. We need yep. to do that. That needs to happen. Quizzo champion. Well, Rai Rai, I can't wait to hear your very eclectic pick for. Boo of the week. I know you scour hours and hours and hours of film from teams all across the nation. I can't wait to hear who you come up with this week. Yeah, I, I DVR'd a um, bunch of West Coast games because uh, you know I, I was watching baseball at the same time. So I all Sunday I watched all these these Pac-12 games, and you know I just got to say this is an interesting week. There's a lot of candidates out there. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Tell those kids to. Stop ringing your doorbell. It's nearly 9 p.m. Yeah, what are you going to do down here in South Jersey, man? You know, they got nothing else to do. That's so true. They're rough, gonna... rough, rough streets down there. It's it's bad. It's bad. Mike Trout was at my door earlier. No joke. I believe it. I mean, it was a kid dressed as Mike Trout, but, you know, mm-hmm. on Halloween he could pass as him. It was him. I believe it. it. Was... What do they call it? The Millville? Meteor? The Millville Meteor. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. What sport is that? It's baseball. You know, a little in fact, he was going to go to Ball State if uh, he didn't sign with the, the Angels. He had a scholarship. You figure someone like that may go somewhere else. Like, yeah, but he just was. I think his dad had a connection there, like an old, old that'll college. Do that'll something. do it. Yeah. On that note, follow us on Twitter. No one follows me on Twitter. Chop underscore beef. I only tweet myself. <laughs> Actually, I I've just, seen you on there. I just gave up my gave up my my hidden my hidden persona on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Only and I cha- and I I tagged JJ in Tampa as well. Follow on on Facebook. I figured out I think kind of actually I've stumbled upon it twice how to do Facebook live videos. I try to do that a little bit before each show. Wait, we could have made this a Facebook live video. We could have. We should have. We should have. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick before we get off the air. But it is coming out. This is Wednesday night, October 31st. This will be out tomorrow, Thursday, November 1st. Thank you guys for listening. Thank Rai Rai. Let's do this again, too, when it comes down the pike a little bit. When we'll, You'll be my 
college football playoff expert. Yeah, let's do that. I'll be like the, um, I don't know, one of those guys' names. Yeah, uh, you'll be him. Lee Corso without the big hat. Perfect. Well, we need to, the next time you are, we are going to do Facebook Live. I'm going to sit here like this and see how long my arm stays up, and no one can see what I just did. So it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that that's how podcasting works. Video is big. <laughs> Thanks again, Ry Ry. Thanks for all you guys out there for listening. Come check us out, JJ Locks. Ry Ry will be back this week, and good night now. This freaking random cat that like controls my he hangs out my backyard. He's a dick. <laughs>